0: Okay, so we're going to do a review of yesterday's stuff. And, uh, and then we'll get to today's, so what did we learn yesterday? So we started off at the bottom of the page on the Fkuv Talar and we're saying that, uh, that these Tanoim that, uh, of our Mishnah are perhaps arguing in the position of Rav Tevi Barkisna in the name of Shmuel about this halacha, whether there's, a, there's only an isser to bring tumah of something that became a tameh from a sheritz, for instance, like um, that has a potential of going to the mikvah. as opposed to a sheritz itself bringing into the base of Mikdash is not the chiyuv because um, the sheritz itself has no tahara, the mikvah has no purification in the mikvah, An example given was people who do have Taira mikvah. So that was the... So we want to say that it's these Tanoim that are arguing in that discussion. Why? Because there's a machlok is in the Mishnah between bananas and Rabbi Akiva. ben says that where do you have to take it out from? Only from the... If you find the dead rat, only if it's in the Eichel. This is on Shabbos, that is. Of course, obviously, during the week, there's no reason not to take it out. But uh, on Shabbos, they we're trying to limit... Um, what we're what we doing, you know, these types of things. So the question is, where do you need to take it out from from the heichal, from the um, ulam, from between the ulam and the mizbech? Those are the high, high kedusha areas in the Azara, but not the rest of the Azara. And according to Rav you take it out from the entire Azara. Now, what's the machlokas? We want to say that bananas must hold that, um, that uh, the, bringing a, a Sheretz in the Mikdash is potter. And that's why taking it out is not the biggest deal. You don't have to worry about it unless it's in an area that's very kadosh. As opposed to Rabbi Kiva, who would say that you don't want the Sheretz in the Azar altogether. And we said that is very possible that that's the case. We did say that Rabbi Yochanan brought down that the machlok is between Rabbi Shimon ben and... Rabbi Akiva is derived from the very same verse, and it's a question of how you analyze the verse. The Apostle um, talks about, um, this is Apostle Kandivar HaYamim, is describing the Kohanim, who are cleaning out the of Migdash from the Tummah. It happens to be that the toma that's being discussed, discussed, uh, discussed was Tumah from Avodah Zara, Actually, but anyway, the Koinim went into the Beis Hashem to be it. and they took out all the Toma that they found in Echal Hashem, and they took it to the Chatzer, meaning to the Azara. And from the Chatzer, the Leviim received it, and they carried out the rest of the way to the Nachal Kidron, to the Gidron Valley. So Bananas, in analyzing this, looked at this and he said, Ah. That shows that the fact that we're giving it over to the Levium in Nazar means that it's not a crucial. It's crucial that it needs to leave the Azar. Um And the opinion of Rabbi Akiva is no. That's just the place where the up until where Quranim are only only Kanhim are allowed to go. That's where the Kanhim did. After where the Levim are allowed, so then they could hand it off to the Levium. Next thing we talked about is when, uh, that there, although, of course, we're very limited in who can go into the area of the Azara and who can go into the area of the Bessamikdash in, in various places, there are special allowances to go into the echal if you're going to fix stuff. You know, you want to fix a, a tile broke or something, so you want to fix the tile, do some 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 improvements, so um, that would be allowed for uh, anyone to go into the of HaMikdash if they are needed for building it. And even to remove Tomah, they would be allowed in. However, although everyone is allowed, there is a preference that since Kohanim are allowed in the area anyway, that the Kohen should do it. So if you have a choice who could do it, you prefer the Kohen. If there are no kohanim able to do this, then you get then you bring the Levi'im in. If there are no Levi'im to do it, so then you can go to the yisraelim. But everyone who's here, who's going in, needs to at least be tohor, not tommy. Rav Huna brought down from Rav Kana that that's not the priority. The way we set up the priority is kohanim first, no kohanim then Levi'im, no Leviim then yisraelim. But all Tahoreb. So, in other words, we would prefer Yisrael Torah, a tahor, before anyone who's tameh. Rav Kahana, Rav Huna brought them. Rav Kahana, who actually elevates the coin even higher, even if he's tameh. And Rav Kahana learns that when it says achal apuroches lo yavo, you might think that a coin Bamom would not be allowed in that area. But since it says the word ach it, to so he's allowed there even to fix. So the preference, of course, is for a Kohen who does not have any blemishes. If there are no Kohenim without blemishes, so then the Kohenim with blemishes would be allowed in the same area to fix. If he, the preference is for torim, but if there are no torim, then tamim should be allowed in. But the preference is always a Kohen, be he or Tomei, We want the Kohen before we want anybody else going there. So that's, you see, that Rav Khan elevates the status of Kohanim, Even a Kohen Tame comes before a Yisrael Tor, or even a Levi Tor for that matter. So that's the thing. Next, we saw the Gemara brought down what about this case? What if there's two Kohenim that you could choose from? One is a Kohen who's Tame, the other is a Kohen who's a so who do we prefer to give the job of fixing something? They're both capable of doing the job. Who do you give it to? So we saw Machloke's Rav Khir Barashi Ashi says in the name of Rav that the tame should be given the preference. And the reason why is because a person who's tame is, um, is acceptable to do service in the Beis Hamikdash uh, for Karbanos tibors. We know we have a concept of tumahutra Tzibor. So even Qanim Tame would be allowed to do those Karbanos. So that's one pshat, and Reb Lazar says the other way around. the balmum is a preference, and the reason why is because a balmum is allowed to eat kachim, and that is not the case for a coin who is tameh. So you see, in that sense, a coin balmum is elevated. So those are the two sides. Next thing we talked about is the mission is the opinion of Reb Shimon from the Mishnah. Reb Shimon had said that when the Chachamim gave uh, gave um, Leniencies; They only are giving you leniencies from what they took away um, of uh, stringency, basically. So that's the the, the... the question is, what is he referring to? Which example is he referring to? And we said he's going on the Mishnah um, from way back when. This Mishnah is all the way back on Dafnun, Beis, the base, But we're talking about somebody who, who left the Trum, even one Amma outside the Trum, he's stuck there, and he, can't, and he, and he cannot be... Able, he's not able to go back uh, into the Tchum, even if he's one Amma away. Um, and uh, Rav Shimon says, no, even up to 15 Amos, you'd be allowed to go back. And the reason why, they're not being majorly lenient. The reason why is because of the stringency that they, they do. Because people, the people who are measuring the 2,000 Amos, they would measure in such a way that, uh, that, that it was 15 Amos less than the actual 2,000 Amma mark, I don't know if you remember, there was a, an interesting Rashi from, from Daphnom Days that uh, talked about that they measured in a 50 amma rope. So, in the 50 amma rope, they, only, they, they held down their hands instead their fists. So, every 50 ammas, there were two tvachim uh, that basically um, that weren't counted because the rope itself was 50 ammas. So, they were actually measuring shorter. Uh, by 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 two Tvachim every fifty every fifty amas. out of the two thousand it's basically fifteen amas, um that are held within the measurement and uh, bottom line is is that if you find yourself outside you're really inside you just don't realize it because the mark the demarcation that they put because of people who might make a mistake and walk past it. There's like a little wiggle room that they gave you specifically for that purpose, and that is what uh, that, that's the leniency that Rav Shimon is referring to. Can you remind me? Can you have a temporary mum? Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah, a broken arm is a temporary mum. Yeah. Yeah. We also—that's what we talked about with, uh, with the other blemish, uh, you know, a wart. He could cut it off, and then he's back to good, right? This, yeah, permanent thing. yeah, that's exactly that. This is a good example. But the the, the in the chumash actually give exact examples of what, what types of blemishes are being referred to. If your ear is cut off, yeah, that would be any rosh aver that's cut. it would be a problem. That doesn't get in the way of You just need your hand. It's nothing to do with the actual avoda. It's the blemish is still a blemish is a lot of things you know the eyebrows and eyes and you know like they doesn't really affect avoda, but it's, a, it's considered a mum like acne is that considered? no I don't think it's on the list you have to look at the list okay you're okay Orin you don't have to worry about it you're okay but excited. I will tell you this too shall pass I've, I've been there done that I went through the stage it goes away eventually okay um, okay. Anyway, all right, and that is the um, the the that that is the last piece that we saved for the siyum. And Shamov if we'll be able to make a siyum together, I would uh, love to say, Said we're going to save this little piece, and well, with that we can. Any consensus on what is to be? Um.